everybody to Kingdom Hearts by Heart, the premierest, podcastinest, uh, Disneyest, discussionist, heartiest. Oh yeah, that part too. Get your get your hearty breakfast with Kingdom Hearts by Heart. Uh, eat some some Mickey O's. I don't know. Uh, it's Kevin and Marshall coming at you hot. Uh, I'm your Ghost of an Uncle Kevin, and I'm joined today by my 50-story giant face blob monster thing. <laughs> I don't really know how to describe it, but it's Marshall. The MCP is horrifying. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, it's ugly thing, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah, as you may have cut on, based on one the worlds we discussed last week to the very clever title of this episode, if I may say so myself, mm-hmm. and three, the references we just made. Today, we will be discussing Pride Land's second visit and Space Paranoid's second visit, uh, colon dash, Hollow Bastion... Remix. Fourth visit? If you want to be technical... Um... Yeah, it would be visit four technically for for good old HB. Because there's first visit, there's the Winnie the Pooh tour, there's the big shebang, and this is the fourth. Yeah, back here. This is the canonical yeah. fourth. I guess you could come back a few times for like the other Winnie the Pooh pages, but in terms of like hollow bashing cutscenes, this is the fourth. Yeah, like story required content, whatever you prefer to call it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, we're we're rounding out. The revisits, but as we alluded to last week, uh, now we'll get to the the quote unquote mini game worlds. I don't know why I said quote unquote. They're they're just the mini game worlds. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> so yeah, we're not quite done with Disney worlds, um, but we're getting there, and that's all that matters. So yeah, why don't we just jump on in back to yeah. our personas. And revisit <laughs> Pride Rock slash. Let's see. Where do they get dumped off? They just kind of show up, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah, the elephant graveyard because they just start chit chatting with the hyenas like very casually, like they're all on first name basis, and it's like, what's going on? I think we're the dinner. <laughs> Or, like, is it in Elephant Graveyard, or is it, like, right outside Pride Rock, and the hyenas are just hanging around? Oh, oh the first time we, we land in, like, the little safe spot in the Elephant Graveyard, we had this okay. time we just smack dab in the middle of Pride Rock. Right. Because we run into the hyenas, and they're like, go look, go check out Zuma! Yep. And they kind of motion the camera pans towards Pride Rock. Yep. Yep, so <laughs> they're basically alluding to, oh, things aren't great. Even with Simba back as king. Thanks, Simba. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Um, And, yeah, they, like, kind of do 
the whole bit of like, ooh, Simba, say the name. Like in the movie when they go Mufasa. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just the hyenas being classic hyenas. Um, but one thing I noticed, just want to give a little shout out to Shinzi. I think it's Shinzi, right? The female one. Shinzi's like the de facto, well, well the female one and also the leader, yes. I would say. Yes, the Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, shout out to her voice actress. I think she did a good job sort of capturing that vibe without it being like too distracting yeah. like like a jack sparrow situation <laughs> uh so that was good um but yeah they're just here causing ruckus and then they scurry off and we're like well that was weird but uh onward to the plot and uh plot hmm right i <laughs> use that term very loosely for this visit um yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we get there to pride rock and then this the ghost of scar appears in front of us right and it's like yes what's going on you immediately (laughs) yeah because they make they make fun of simba and go to pride rock and the first thing is oh hey scar's not dead Mm -hmm. Uh, or sorry scar yep (laughs) and then immediately uh uh, screws off into the void. Woohoo! And then, yep, all the tigresses, or the lionesses, I mean, are basically saying Simba sucks. <laughs> uh, we want Mufasa back. Get rid of this kid. Um, but they're also sort of talking about the ghost of Scar. So basically, things suck in the Pride Land. Simba's approval ratings are in the toilet. I mean, how is he no, going to no. get this up if he's expecting a re-election? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Alright. I'm I'm treading too close to that territory. Let's let's steer this back on track. Um yeah, I always like talking to the tigresses. Linuses. Why do I keep saying tigresses? Linuses. <laughs> Jeez, it's not jungle book. Oh yeah. Um just to, you know, see what's going on. And also one of them gives the, the oh so helpful tip, which I think she said it in the first one too, of like, oh, the elephant graveyard is marked by the elephant bones. And then the savannas, the other exit, use the landmarks. Okay, thanks, bye. Wow, really great tip. The, the, yeah, oh yes, the many landmarks of the Pride Lands. <laughs> Let me count them on my finger. One. <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically things suck, and Simba's not really doing anything about it, and everyone's saying go go give him a pep talk go, go check in see what's going on and that we do and yeah it all checks out because he's just being a lazy slob and moping about like it's no one's business and yeah. Sora tries to give him a little pep talk and says so uh i noticed you uh having a little ghost problem there uh who yeah who are you gonna call sora and the keyblade i'm here but Simba's not having any of it. And he just says, it doesn't concern uh, you. It's like, oh. Now, now you're just going to be thinking about who owns the rights to Ghostbusters and how we can make this happen. Um, I Well, that new one just came out, or is coming out, but I don't know who owns it. Uh, it came out It came out the day after, or sorry, two days before our recording, so oh. uh, November 19th, because this comes out on early December. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hot take slash I don't even know, but I don't really care for Ghostbusters. Like, I know everyone, and I say everyone, you know, loosely, 
But so many people like hold it up in such high esteem as like, oh, it's a comedy legend. I don't get the appeal personally. Then again, I haven't seen it in like over 10 years. So maybe I'd change my mind if I watched it today. But like, eh. I was about to say, just, I think this requires a rewatch. Yeah. But I, I did kind of want to see Afterlife, but probably not in theaters. Yeah. Was my, that's that's my, fair. My, my, my take. Yeah. Let me call it a hot take. Just a take. Here, have it. It's yours now. Yeah. But. Um, but back to busting ghosts and the Pride Lands. So, yeah, Simba's mm. not really doing anything. And this is... He's kind of sitting around. He's literally kind of, just laying more around. And it's like... Oh, God. Yeah. So I alluded to this earlier in our KH2 journey of, like, mm. mopey characters. So Beast has his whole emo phase in the second visit. Yep. And the first visit, frankly. But, like... Beast is, oh, that's, that's just Beast in a nutshell. Just, yeah. <laughs> but at least you get that. But then, like, I'm trying to think who else is there. Um, I guess Aladdin's kind of mopey at the start of Agrabah, but bit. then he turns around. So most of that criticism was directed towards Simba. Because <laughs> for such a strong lad, he really just doesn't do shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he, Hercules. Hercules. Yes, yes, yeah. Hercules. That's that's the big one I'm missing. Yeah, he's also pretty annoying, but at least he's not like. <sighs> yeah, I was gonna say at least he's not a party member, but he probably has just as much screen time as Simba. But like, I, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Simba probably a little bit more just because he is actually a party member. Yeah, I guess I get it because they're doing the whole thing in the Hercules movie where he loses his powers. Um, so like, I kind of. But what if that? Well, what if that 10-minute segment turned into a 10-hour segment? Yeah. But then, yeah, with Simba, it's like, this is just coming out of nowhere. So it's like, okay, you, like, had a blank canvas of, like, more Simba screen time with this whole second visit, and you just have him be a sad boo-boo the clown king. Sad boy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I hate the second visit, frankly, because <laughs> I think it's really boring. It's, yeah, it, I mean... You alluded to the lack of plot, and I think that's where it, it, it becomes... I mean, to be fair, a lot of Kingdom Hearts is... Especially after Halloween Town second visit, it, it feels very like, go here, no here, okay, go here again, all right, back below oh, five sure. feet, all right, now turn around five times, and now we can, now we can progress the plot. Yeah. So this one just feels like... This This is a very... I wouldn't say fetch quest, but yeah, it's like, go here, go here, go here, go here. Yeah, go here. until finally we decide to give you a chance. boss. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. it's not, it's definitely not the first time, but I think it's the most egregious form of it so far. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we say something to get him to at least join us to go talk to Rafiki. I don't remember what, but whatever. Uh, so we go talk to Rafiki. Uh, Goofy. All I, all, like, all, all I have written down is Goofy is the ultimate voice of reason. And I have specific imagery of just Goofy's lines in that scene. And then Timon and Puma for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, because then Nal comes in. Yes. And she so so stealthily drops, you need to protect or, like, make things better for all of the Pride Lands and our baby. Hint, hint, we're yes. registered at Bad Bath & Beyond, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then, There's a Lion King uh, uh, one and a half joke for you right there. <laughs> and then, yeah, Timon and Pumbaa come in and they're like, baby, ah, great. Now we're stuck changing diapers, am I right? <laughs> you too. That's relatable. <laughs> That's from the movie. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so that sort of cheers up Simba. So I don't know. It's weird. Like, okay, so because the ending of Lion King one, uh, you know, suggests it was a happily ever after. The Pride Lands are back. Everyone loves Simba. He's a great king. He's got. He's ruling over this lush, beautiful kingdom again. And it's surprise. He's a kid. So it's like, okay, everything has a nice little bow on it. But now it's suggesting, okay, he became king, he sucked at it, and That's nothing it. changed. <laughs> but then he and Nala, uh, you know, uh, commemorated the uh, the occasion. <laughs> Which also brings into question that pesky timeline... <laughs> Oh, God. Like, how long has it been since we last visited <laughs> for, A, them to do the deed, and, B, for her to know that she's pregnant? <laughs> it's just weird. Like, How do how do big cats tell that they're pregnant? <laughs> I think is the, uh, the underlying question that we don't want to answer, but we'll present to the viewing audience. <laughs> like... They didn't need to do this, you know what I mean? Like, because it's not like in the movie mm-hmm. there's ever a line where Nala's like, Simba, remember when we had that uh, really romantic scene in the jungle and we really felt the love that night? Uh, by the way, yeah. surprise, surprise. Like, they just fast forward and they have a kid. Like, you get it. So, like, it just, it's one of those things where it just raises a little more questions than it needs to. But... Exactly. Yeah. It, it becomes, um, it's always sunny conspiracy theory at Pepe <laughs> Sylvia levels. Of, yeah. Of timeline con- uh, conundrums. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, even without that, um, the way everyone kind of talks about Simba does suggest that it's been a pretty decent amount of time for, you know, them to, like, get over Simba shit. Like, it's not like it's just been a couple exactly. of weeks. Because, like, okay, give them, give them a little grace period. But here it feels like it's been exactly. months and there's still no food. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a better way. I do like this angle. Or this this, this story it's trying to tell. I, I mean, like, most things I think we've talked about where it's like, this is bad. There's ways to improve it. I think the angle is interesting. Yeah. But also, as we joked earlier, we've seen about three or four characters with just sad all the time yep. so i don't need another one it would like to be like i think i'd rather and here's my one change that i'll i'll throw into the mix i'd rather simba be like i would say instead of i keep making the depression joke uh instead simba's just like very anxious yeah like he's just like oh i have like i have this meeting and we have to manage <laughs> these resources and i can't take it anymore instead of just i'm sad yeah like I can't do anything. Basically, like, Lady Tsunade, when she becomes Hokage, and she realizes this actually isn't for me, because this is mostly just paperwork and administrative duty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something like that, because uh, we're like, okay, he, like, goes off to the jungle to kind of shirk his duties, and you gotta go find him, and he's like, I do want to be king, I just need a break, you know? Or, yeah. like, just, like... Do something with, like, the Heartless. Like, okay, the Heartless, they're everywhere. King Simba, what are we going to do? And, like, have him try to figure out a plan to, like, get rid of them and then just be more proactive. Exactly. Like, that's not too much of a stretch from what the story already is. So, yeah, it's just annoying. But said we get random ghost scar that makes no sense. Um, As Rafiki explains, ah... The the reluctant heart of the king meets the whatever 
of darkness. <laughs> and it creates a ghost. And uh, Yeah, by... Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> I, I understand the story is just like, hey, Simba is just a cowardly lion. And that's the plot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I would have liked something more. Because Scar's... I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but, like, it, eventually this all culminates into a heartless fight. Yep. So is Scar's ghost a heartless? I don't think so, but... I forgot to, uh, um... There, I guess there is talk of, like, the resonating hearts. Like, Scar's evil heart and Simba's anxious hearts come together to form... Yeah. Uh, uh, Scar's ghost for some for some reason, even though it's, <sighs> it's more than just Scar, but... Yeah. Like, but, I meant you know, to yeah, check the yeah. journal to see if it says anything... Um, do you want to look that up actually real quick (laughs) on the old cage wiki? It's cause it's like this concept is never, well, I say never, I'm sure there's at least one other instance, but like the concept of a ghost, like, (laughs) like what the hell is that? Like it would have been so much easier for them to just say it's scars heartless. Cause that's what they did in the first visit when we fought scar. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so... I just do not uh, know. The Ghost of Scar... Where's the quotes? Dance off. Because the they, like... Entry. Yeah. Oh, journal entry. Here we go. Okay, so yeah, the... Uh, so the journal entry specifically... Mm-hmm. It says, This phantom appears in the Pride Lands after Scar's death. It seems to have been created from the evil within Scar's heart, and it preys on the weakness in Simba's... The ghost may be a sign of more evil to come. Simba still can't seem to believe in himself, and other lions are getting more and more worried. So, yeah, it's just it. But I'm assuming that the ghost of Scar is just jouncing around, and he's like, "Oh, here's something I can exploit Simba's cowardice." So I'm gonna appear at this moment <sighs> and at this time. But yeah, it seems more of Scar's ling. It's it's more of Scar's lingering will. Wink, wink, than anything else. <laughs> wow. I mean, honestly, you're not wrong. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just weird. Like, what do you mean his evil heart? Like, his heart's gone. We killed him. <laughs> yeah. There ain't no heart left. Do we, do we know any other characters that have persisted beyond death besides... Yeah, that's a certain very plot heavy ones. That's why I'm trying to <laughs> rack my my brain. Like, I guess there's all the KH1 Disney villains, like, but they all got brought back through inexplicable reasons. Like, Ursula's just here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oga Defar- Boogie. I guess Defar never died. Yeah. Defar did get shoved into a lake. Yeah. Oogie got resurrected somehow. Yep. Maleficent is actually plot relevant, so I'm not going to talk about that whatsoever. Yeah. And then... 15 years from now, when we get to that game, and Hades... He, he just got whacked. Died. He didn't really die. Yeah. True. Oh, yeah, well, uh, to be fair, the Hades Cup is canonical, because it, it does exist before the Colosseum gets destroyed. Yeah, but he but just gets... He just gets shoved, yeah. he gets shoved through like, the gate in the it's back. It's not like it's we not see him like disintegrate. We watch him die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he gets the actual Hercules movie death yeah. in this game. Correct. Even though that also okay. doesn't hold up, but eh, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly, it's just yeah. weird. Like, <sighs> Let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's it's very funny. I'll mention this very quickly. Um, as as a player of Final Fantasy XIV, it's, well, uh, the way that icons or 
primals they call them in that game work is basically people worship something so much that it becomes reality Ooh. so shiva titan ifrit so and so this kind of seems similar to that but it kind of I'm, i can't find a better relation that's why i'm referencing 14 like it's something that just feeds off the negativity of the like the existing mm-hmm. populace and therefore is just made real hmm. like i could get that if like i don't know if they like explain it's, not, it's definitely grasping at straws. Yeah. Like, like it's there, <laughs> but so, it's just. I wish we could make this better. Yeah. Like, maybe if it was like the hyenas kind of brought it back because, like, I don't know. They like banded together and they wished really hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because so, like, Rafiki says, oh, maybe the hyenas know about this whole ghost thing which is like why why would they <laughs> but yeah we get our objective to go visit the hyenas and ask them which is what we do um yeah, so ghosty yeah. star ghosty scar is um persistent um it'll show up like anytime you enter a new area and it kind of chases you but yeah. it'll never catch you so you might as well just ignore it yeah <laughs> Exactly. Or you could just hit it because it has one whole HP. Yeah, but, like, you have to do a finisher on it, correct? True. Yeah, because, like... I believe so, yeah. Yeah, like, you can't just instantly hit it and it's dead. But, like... Exactly, I don't, yeah. So, I don't think it gives you any, um... You can, you can literally ignore it, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can lion run through the fields as you so please. Also, speaking of running, uh, when you talk to Simba and Nala, you do get the running tackle for Simba Lion, ah. or Simba Lion, Sora Lion, which just lets you uh, break from dash right. into like a spinny move, yeah. which is useful, especially in this upcoming area. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And uh, also something <laughs> I did on this type go around that I kind of did in the last one. <laughs> I literally just took off. I don't know the difference between the blue and the green abilities. Besides, the blues are action related. <laughs> the greens are just buffs, like drive like damage drive summon boost yada yada right. i just kind of took off all of my blue abilities and threw on all of the green ones because i had i used to do that and yeah also the, yeah the blue ones never tra- i realized that i, I remember this time yep. the blue abilities don't translate to sora uh sora lion mm-hmm. but the green ones do correct so i literally just i was like they're just a little useful so let me just slap on the ones that might matter. I, did, I think I couldn't equip damage drive, but right because I didn't have AP, but you also don't need that. we don't use. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I used to do that when I was younger. Of like, well, these are just wasted AP, but now, yeah, I don't bother. When I was a young warthog. <laughs> um, so, yep, we go to the elephant graveyard to what's that? Fight them hyenas. Yay! So, it's pretty much the same fight. And the first visit, except it's not an escort mission, and it's more just chasing them than, like, yeah, letting them come to you. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, their attacks, it's all the same, which is to say not really anything, because they mostly just evade you. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of... Move it, move it, <laughs> It's kind of fun, because it's in the elephant graveyard, which is definitely one of the more interesting rooms in terms of design. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so you get to chase them around, like you're on like, a little racetrack or something. Uh, but, yeah, it does... Yeah, like you were saying, unfortunately, they just have the same moveset yeah. as the mini-boss fight from First Visit, kind of. Yeah. But the elephant graveyard is enough of an interesting area, and because 
get to chase three different hyenas who have three different uh, like tracks or paths they take throughout the elephant graveyard. Mm-hmm. It uh, that's I bumped the table, sorry. But and then I hit the keyboard. Oh my god! But that is uh, well, it leads to all the intricacies of this fight, which it is interesting. Um, yeah, I like it. But it's very um, then, very lock, shock, and barrel. Where like it's not really a fight, yes. <laughs> like it is, but like. You get through it, like, relatively yeah. easily, but it's still fun just to pound them. <laughs> and there's three of them, and they're exactly. annoying, and they're minions. It's more of a mini-game yeah. than Yeah, else. for sure. Yet again. Because the hyenas don't attack you, they just run away from exactly. you. Exactly. Um, yeah. But they're pretty easy once you know their patterns, and also just use thunder, because thunder will pop them into yeah, the air. Yeah, thunder's so good on them. Um, exactly. And then they have, they have high revenge value, so you get one couple off, and they... Their bodies just, like, catapult Whoa! to the other side of the hallway. Yeah. It's like, see ya, I gotta get out of here! Yep, they're not messing around. So, once you beat him, you get some goodies. Sora gets a new accessory slot, which I didn't even realize until much later. Aww. <laughs> uh, and then Goofy gets MP Rage, so... Woohoo! Um, Useful ability! Yeah. Yeah, the MP Rages and Haces are always... Always go-tos. Um... But yeah, uh, they ask, what's going on with this here ghost? And they tease Simba and say, hmm, that ghost must only appear around Freddy Cats. Do we know any Freddy Cats around here? (laughs) And uh, they're absolutely right, because Simba just instantly runs away like a Freddy Cat. (laughs) Stop it! I'm not afraid! Leave me alone! <laughs> and he just runs. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> um. So yeah, the ghost manifests again. Half. Spooks, spooks symbol away. And look at that. Uh, we're on our own again. We gotta go chase him once more. Great. <laughs> once more onto the breach. So he gets to run all the way to the oasis. Yep. So just a lot of running around. So. Exactly. I just uh, I got all the chests the first time around, so yeah. this was just. Uh, <laughs> usually, I try to fight the mobs. And I, I I still did in the I forget the name of the windy area, and the jungle. Yeah. But in the uh, wildebeest valley, I just sprinted because it's the big one of the bigger. Areas yeah, for there. sure. I. But yeah, it's it's treading ground. We've already tried it before. So. Yeah, I tried in the it's um. The wasteland is that it? Probably not. But yeah, the windy path. But then I, like, died, like, three times. Like, this is stupid. And then I just ran through. Because I think they have a new enemy. It's, like, the Bone Crusher and the Shaman combined. Yes. um, It appeared once in my playthrough on the the first world. Or the first visit. But, yeah, the second visit, they're actually really prevalent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, they they suck. They're really hard because they have that weird they're, mask yeah, attack where they surround themselves yeah. surround themselves with the flames and then they just kind of float around and like you can't really do anything. It's like ah, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're just in for a bad time. Yeah. So um, you can you can you can retaliate them into the air. That's usually what I do. But mm-hmm. you can. It's also valid to just ignore them and Tokyo drift. Yeah. Your little light hogs <laughs> around them. <laughs> exactly. So yep. We go back to the Oasis, and we meet Simba, and he's just, oh boy, he is on a whole other level, where you've... I'm not my father! <laughs> I'll give Sora credit for, like, actually giving a pretty decent 
pep talk here where he explains like, okay, like they just don't know what you could do because you haven't done anything. So when people say they like Mufasa better, it's because they haven't seen you do anything yet. So why don't you, uh, why don't you go do something? <laughs> why don't you get your life together and slap Simba across the face? Yeah, and they explain, oh, like, you're not your father, you're you, so don't worry about that. Just do things how you would want to do them. But I can't. Exactly. I just can't. What do you mean? Just do it. <laughs> like, he never gives a good reason for, like, just being completely yeah. inactive. Like, oh. He's just that af- he's that afraid he cannot act upon his will whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> to be fair, a bit relatable sometimes, but at yeah. the end of the day. I don't know. It just feels like character assassination for Simba. Like, you just went through your whole arc True. in the first visit where you overcame all this insecurity. And now, like, I get, like, him being nervous about being a king because I, I, I don't know how to be king. But, like, to this level where he's like basically catatonic (laughs) it's just like uh, it's it's just a shame so yeah he's still doing nothing so we decide to use some some scare tactics on him Uh, the ghost of Scar just happens to show up at a really convenient time (laughs) and then we just I I guess I guess guess to be fair I I had the same thought now you can finish. You finish, and then I'll yeah. provide my peanut gallery. Comments. We basically just nag him into doing the right thing. So Sora, Don, exactly. Goofy impersonate the ghost, and Simba either falls for it or he hears what they're saying. Like it finally rings true because they're speaking through the ghost. But I just love Don and Goofy pitch again. Like, oh, Simba, that do nothing king, scared of a silly <laughs> old ghost. <laughs> oh yeah those are wonderful yeah but uh it it works because we finally get him to roar (laughs) and that (sighs) scares the ghost away so we did it yeah i guess at the end of the day if (sighs) if scar's ghost is literally just picking points of sim here's simba's low point oh let me show let me let me show up and beat his face (laughs) this theoretically could be one but I doubt Sora, Donald, and Goofy are that smart enough to be like, well, the ghost is going to show up when Simba's scared. So let's just instill nothing but yeah. fear and cowardice into this man or this lion. And then the ghost will appear. And then we'll have a prime opportunity to start our voiceover careers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but exactly. Yeah. Um. I don't think they were smart enough to do that. Therefore, it's just dumb, unfor- dumb fortunate timing. Sorry, not unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So Simba's back on the case. He's he's off the bench, and he says, "I'm lucky to have friends like you." And it's like, well, yeah, I, yeah, you, God, you sure after are. They manipulate the he- living hell out of him. <laughs> for his own good, for his own good, but I mean, still, yeah, but he, was still gonna, he wasn't gonna do it. The creative timing own. is completely there. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, they, um, Sim, Timon oh, and Pumbaa show up, is it? Or Nala? Uh, Timon and Pumbaa do. Or Timon, at least Timon does, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Bad news! The, 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 the signs of Gondor are, are showing, I don't know the reference, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, they they all skied right. out all the way over here to tell us there's a million ghosts. They're everywhere. You gotta come and stop yeah. them. Even though we never see these ghosts. <laughs> We've only ever seen one at a time. Yep. But, uh, Correct. yeah, there's there's an emergency, Mayor. We're on the case. So the game, <laughs> the game so delightfully just warps us right back to Pride Rock, which is always appreciated. Yeah. Good thing we ain't scared of ghosts no more. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we show up there and everyone's f- headed for the hills except for Nala because she's Queen Bay. Um... And she she just drops the baby card again. Like, oh, you have to stop these ghosts for us and our baby. <laughs> no one cares about your baby, okay? <laughs> and um, it's the ultimate deadbeat dad motivator, though. <laughs> yeah. So they explain. So when you like talk around, like Timon and Pumbaa, like one of them mentions, oh, the ghost is turned into a really giant heartless. Whoa, watch out! Uh, which doesn't make any sense because then when you decide to enter the battle, the the heartless hasn't appeared yet. <laughs> yeah, it's still forming. Yeah, like so. I guess all the ghosts swarm and have an ultimate mega fusion, which then turns them into a completely different heartless. Um, <gasps> which I guess appeared so Timon could see it, and then split up again. And then reformed when Simba and Sora show up. <laughs> oh yeah, you see what I mean? Just a lot of a lot of telling, not showing, and a whole lot of not making any kind of sense. But whatever, it's boss time. It's the ground shaker. Yeah. Woo! So for some reason, actually, the, the, this god. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was just thinking that the the. Thinking of things that pry on people's emotions, this would have been a much better story. I, mean, I shouldn't say much better. It was, I think it would have made more sense if it was the unversed, but also they haven't been introduced yet. Mm, but you right. As I was thinking on things that things that draw negative emotion, yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, for sure. Well, oh well. Um, yeah, it's the ground shaker, Ooh, which is big, big kaiju, heartless. So. Yeah, it's a big. Boy. It's it's got scale. I'll give it that, <laughs> but that's kind of all this boss yeah. fight has because it's pretty annoying in hindsight. I don't know. Correct, correct <laughs> statement. I, I I got there pretty easily this time, but I always dread the ground shaker in every playthrough. Not because it's not because it's hard, but just because it's so annoying. Yeah. Also, Simba. Not that useful because there's a lot no, of Y axis movement. Yeah. And the computer really can't keep up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Most sorry, most times. Yeah. Yeah. So you got some cool things. You got the uh the first reaction command that pops off where you have to dodge the big feetsies and then you jump up. Leap. And then you fend. Fend for your life. Go, go, mouse that triangle. Yep. And then you break through and then sort of shoots up into the sky and then turns around and flies back down somehow. And you knock the rings out of its neck or whatever. And then it just kind of falls unconscious. Yeah, the head just kind of lies. Limp. But the, it, the eye is the weak point of the head. Yes. And for some reason, it, I don't know, it's... It, the fact that it's like on its side and you, yeah, ugh. it's 
I have I, I have problems with this hit point. It's weird collision for sure because you have to like really finagle it to get in there. But also, it's got the flaming exactly, tusk. Yeah. So if you're not careful, you'll run into that, and then it can hurt you. And yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> and then like, oh, you're right. I never had that issue. Yeah, it's not too common, but it, it is an active hitbox if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, and also like the camera kind of freaks out a little when you're trying to like get that close. Um, so it's yeah. just a little janky. Just a little. Um, also, the pause prompt is very weird. Oh. It says, like, the core of the Heartless is in the Oh, head. yeah, yeah. Which is like, what do you mean? There's there's but, two heads. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I always take that as it's inside the big head, not the not the shaman mm-hmm. part of the body, basically. And to be fair, when he, when he runs around... So, for those who don't know Pride Shaker, or not Pride Shaker, Ground Shaker, I do like the design of it, actually. Oh, yeah, the, it's the amazing. The body is really cool, because he flips heads, yeah. and he's basically like beast mode, as I, I always refer to it as, mm-hmm. but then when he's stationary and goes into shaman mode, the head flips around the other way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the prompt is always like, the core is in the head, I'm like, there are three of them, <laughs> sir, there's three! Yeah. So I always consider the big mouth head, the beast head, to be the true head. Mm. But you spend most of your time hitting the shaman part of the body. So, mm-hmm. questionable? Yeah, I I agree. That prompt is, doesn't really make any sense. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool design. It's a giant heartless, it's a big elephant. But then it's got the weird shaman, who's also like very like traditional, like African art-inspired. It looks really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, points for that, for sure. But in terms of fighting, eh. So, like, the the whole fight really leans on reaction commands. So there's that one, so you can attack the uh, the normal head. But then you got the leap commands, so you can do a little spinny-spinny up the legs so you can get on get on the, the ground shaker's back. Yeah. And then you can attack the shaman. Um, but, yeah, much like Storm Rider... It's kind of just a lot of waiting around for the what, whichever reaction command to pop up. So it's just like, okay, just kind of doing nothing right now. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, much like Stormrider, if you try to go on top, you kind of get flung off eventually, so you can't just keep attacking the shaman head. And then even yeah. when you are on top, like it spends a lot of time in vulnerable because it does the weird ghosty move where it like circles around and like mm-hmm. shoots projectiles at you. And it's like I don't like I never know what to do during that part. I'm just like ah, C- correct <laughs> statement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're just wailing on it as always. Um, it's I think it sort of enters a second phase where it starts shooting out like fire on the ground. And that yes. really messes you up. That's probably its deadliest move, just because it comes out really fast, and there's a lot of it, and you got to be really careful not to run into it, because you're going to be doing a I lot of so, running. Yeah. I can that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a pain. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's like more of a platformy fight, I guess? As opposed to, like, a one-on-one fight where you're just focused on the enemy and their patterns. Here, it's more just navigating the environment because it's so huge. So, like, yeah, I appreciate it for being different. Um, but, yeah, it's just one of those where it's not just, it's not super active. So, it's like, eh, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting, but like how he mentioned, it's just, it's more of a grind than anything at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. But because you have to leap to the head, Simba, Simba will sometimes appear on the head, but other than that, it's usually just going to be Sora doing any. Yeah. And again, when you mentioned the fact that the, the shaman part still kind of goes airborne or kind of like messes around on top of the back. So even then... You have access to a good amount of the Y-axis, but none of your party members ever do. Mm-hmm. I guess Goofy Tornado is the exception, but also this is a fight with just you and Simba. Yep. Uh, therefore, it is basically a it is basically a solo fight. Essentially, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, we beat him, and the day is saved, and the ghost is magically mm-hmm. gone. Yay. <laughs> um, we get a nice thunder upgrade so now we are at Thundaga which is a very exciting indeed Woo-hoo! we're starting to really round out our spells um, ultimate power yeah and then we head back to Pride Rock and I, I guess the gang just decides to Irish goodbye Simba or like what do they say they're like ah he's too busy for us we don't need to say goodbye it's weird uh, something assembling along those lines. Yeah. yeah, like so they don't actually have like a proper send off for Simba, which I feel like each second visit so far has been really <laughs> conscious about that of like, oh, like we're saying bye to our friend. Uh, but here it's just like, ah, he's busy now, whatever. Uh, but we do get to talk to Rafiki. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he basically says, ah. Your work is never done. That's a keyblade wielder. <laughs> Wait, no. Simba, you do talk to him very briefly. He says, do you think your quest will ever be over? And it's like, I can't help but yes, wonder there we if go. this is the dev saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> do you do you think <laughs> this filler content will ever be over? <laughs> Gosh. Never. I, I don't yeah, know. Because so, the keyblade is on the ground. Because yeah. I always have decisive pumpkin because we just got decisive yep, pumpkin. Exactly. And it kind of stands out. Yeah. When, when it pans down to the keyblade. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sora says, as long as I have the keyblade, probably not. And Rafiki's like, sucks to suck. That's just what you got to do. Exactly. <laughs> The grind never stops. Twenty four seven hustle. Oh, essentially, yeah. It's like, well, I don't really feel better. <laughs> but they decided, all right. Well, it's good seeing y'all. Bye. And that's that's pretty Bye. much it. <laughs> that's the pride lands. That's Yay. that's it. Never come back ever oh my again. God, seriously. And you really don't have to come back, do you? Because there's, I think, in the first visit, You're like, right. there's nothing. You can't get in the first visit. Um, so yes. in terms of, I, I got all the treasure the first time around because, and yes, you're right because this isn't a place where you get to use your extra movement abilities or you yeah. need. There's not really any even like puzzles in KH two that require like a certain spell. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing I think of is Atlantica. You need certain like threshold reco- met- meets like drive gauge and spell yep. level, but other than that. You can get everything kind of one go. Like, there's no mini-games or anything. Like, the only reason you would ever revisit Pride Lands, they took out in Final Mix, which is an exploit where you can grind a bunch at the top of Pride Rock with experience boost, because it has a lot of rapid thrusters, and it's a whole thing. And I love how they acknowledge it, because if you do go to the top of Pride Rock, you'll you'll see but one little lowly 
rapid thruster, whereas previously there'd be oh, like 50. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, no that's man. it for Pride Lands. No. So, okay. yeah. Next up, which I think the trigger for this is sealing the second keyhole, quote unquote, unquote, unquote. Uh, what by that I mean whatever the keyhole icon is on the world map. Um, yeah. For every other world, I think is what triggers the next visit for Hollow Bastion. But uh, yeah, there's evil afoot. But yeah, there's evil. <laughs> so we go back there, and oh no, there's Heartless again. But I thought we already cleaned all this up. Nope. You would think that. <laughs> no. But also, they're the Heartless from the Tron world. Hmm. How curious. Yeah. So, Evil's foot. Uh, so let's mingle. You can talk to Cloud in the marketplace. He's just kind of moping about. And he has a very distinct line where he says, I don't care what happens to this world. Um, and he says something like, you two, or you guys are heroes, so you could take care of it. Uh, which is very dismissive, which makes me question if this is, in fact, Cloud's home world. I feel like it would be... Because it's all the other Final Fantasy, Fantasy characters here, but like he never acknowledges that he came from here. And then the one time he does Correct. really talk about it, he's basically like, "I don't, I, I don't give a shit about this place." <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah. So it's like, hmm, hmm. hmm indeed. Maybe, maybe the FF characters aren't born here, but they relocated here from somewhere. Yeah, but then that means if they would know true. about other worlds. Yeah, to be fair, they do know about other worlds. But not before the Heartless incident. True. So, like, this... Yeah, because Ansem's Ansem's BS broke out, and they're like, oh, crap, we gotta get off this crappy rock now. Yeah, so, I'm not entirely sure. But, um, you can talk to someone else in the market, and that's Scrooge McDuck. And congratulations, you made your ice cream. <laughs> Which is like, okay, I'm, I'm so glad that plot thread's been wrapped up. <laughs> the E-plot of the game has now been resolved, finally. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. He made that ice cream. Yeah, it's weird timing, because at the end of the second Hall Bastion visit, or the third, technically, the Thousand Heartless Battle, we go into the Black Void, yeah. and we get the ice cream as the key item. So they've already had ice cream? Like, specifically sea salt ice cream. So it's weird how, like, they eat it again here, and... I don't know. I don't know. They don't really acknowledge... Salty? ...that they had this... Yeah, sweet. <laughs> but yes, uh, this is very an independent yeah. moment. Like, I, 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 you don't have to do it, but the characters act like they've never seen this form of ice cream before. Yeah, exactly. Like, I guess Donald's the guinea pig both times. I guess guinea pig. He eats Scrooge's bad ice cream. He eats the box ice cream, and he eats the, all three of us eat the box ice cream this time. But Don's never like, mm, this tastes very, very familiar. Like, I right. ate this, like, maybe 20 hours ago. Yeah, it's like, okay, like, why did you draw such a clear connection between them, but then not do anything with it? So, exactly. I don't know, but whatever. More ice cream, I guess. Yay. But then, Woo! Scrooge, if you talk to I him again. Ice cream. Yeah. He says, um... 
Ah, I'm so glad I have my ice cream, but ah, there's no time for that. Go help Leon and the others, and don't expect a reward. <laughs> like what? <laughs> because it's Scrooge. I, McDuck. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. But now, should I? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a weird little line. But yep, make our way to the borough. And, yeah, a lot of data, Heartless, but also the, the town's defense system is now a town's offense system, because now it hurts us! Owie, owie, owie! Oh, no! And, yeah, this fight's weird. So I tried going to Wisdom Form, I got antied, and then I was doing some fighty-fighties and preparing to die, because that's what always that's always what happens when you go into anti-form. But yeah. I think I got, like, halfway through my health, and then the, the fight just stopped... Like, it was scripted, and then it just moves to the cutscene where Yuffie's oh. like, guys, come in, hurry! And, like, I have to wonder, like, does that... I mean, it must normally happen. Can you not die? Is the right. game like, okay, 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 you're at half health. Let's just let's fast forward to the Yeah, game. and it, it's weird, because, like, there's nothing really unique about this fight that would, like... You know, because, like, the other time yeah, I could think of just... that is, um... Uh, the first, in a, way, 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 way back in Twilight Town, when we first wake up and we're fighting the nobodies, and then they clobber us. Yeah. Like, that makes sense for the story, because they're all tired at the end. But here, it's like, mm-hmm. they should realistically be able to fight these Heartless off. So, I'm not sure why that happened, yeah. but I'm not going to complain that I didn't die. <laughs> exactly, yeah. This fight is pretty easy. Like, there's the strafers. It's just the data Heartless, right? There's... There's no no the book guy. I think there's yeah there's uh no you're right it's the datas and I think there's at least one devastator big big purple yeah at least one devastator that's what I'm thinking yeah um so yeah Yuffie says come on in and we're like but what are they doing here and she's like shut up just come in like get shelter first and then we'll explain what's happening um exactly and yeah basically MCP is using the heartless manufacturing plant. Which apparently is a thing <laughs> uh, yep. to to three D print a bunch of heartless, <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're running amok. Oh no! And the town's defense system is all screwy, and he's basically plotting a coup. Um, and yeah, it's up to our our faithful restoration committee to stop that. <laughs> AKA just you. Yeah. So Leon and Aerith are in some study trying to figure out what the heck's going on here. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, everyone here, being Sid, Yuffie, and Merlin, are whipping up a program to, uh, what do they say, emancipate, or de- derez, I don't know, they use a very specific term. I think they say emancipate, yeah, yeah but basically weird. they're trying to wipe the MCP, <laughs> yeah. but they need access to Tron, and they have not been able to access to Tron since this whole shebang went down. Yeah. So they need, and apparently also, I guess it's like, Sora, Dolly, Goofy, you know Tron, we need your help. Yeah, like, you could have just sent this to him on your own, like. We, we couldn't render any of, I guess to be fair, Leon says like we tried to communicate with Tron, but nothing's happening. Oh, right, also, they, we, need a, <laughs> we need a man on the field. Yeah, you're right, they do say that. Exactly, and they also didn't want to render Space Paranoid's versions of all the Final Fantasy characters, so here we are. Right. Um, <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, we gotta go back to Tron's world um, and save the day as always. Meanwhile, Sid and Merlin yep. are trying to out curmudgeon each other. Who will win? Let's find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we have our marching orders and once again, I just 
Ran through most of this and trying in vain to get some stickers along the way, or puzzle pieces, but um, most of them are out of yeah. range because uh, my growth abilities are too low, but they're there. Aww. I'll get them soon. Um, yeah, I, I, the one in the Bailey I foregoed because I was in Wisdom for the time, I think. Uh, so I could only, I could only use quick run. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't use my other movement abilities. I think I think I can get there with aerial recovery, but I also beat Space Paranoids and then stopped playing the game. So yep. uh, I immediately went back down to the borough so I could try to get that sticker before I forget sweet, about it. Sweet sweet sticker. Yeah. So I mostly avoided the heartless. Gas, yeah, gotta get them all. And then we mm. end up at the Bailey, and oh no, it's a bunch of pixies again. Ah, oh, watch out. Or, or you mean the poster? The poster, is yes, the... you're right. <laughs> yeah, where the where the cave of remembrance entrance is. Yeah, correct. But yes, you're correct. We run into the gull wings, which are an optional conversation. But you should yeah, talk. Why, to why would you the, not? The gull wings, <laughs> right? Yeah. So they put on this whole song and dance of "We're gonna steal your treasure," blah blah blah. And oh, we're deliberating with each other, and oh, we're all cute and wacky. Um, and yeah, they're basically getting us back for sending them on a wild goose chase because Donald told them Leon had a bunch of treasure. They're like, well, he didn't. So Psych, that's the time wrong to pay number. Out. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's really cute. So they decide, we're going to take all your treasure and sources, but we don't have anything. And then um, Riku, 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 whatever. It is Riku. It's full on just Riku. Yeah, yep. she um, she does her little, uh, little scouty maneuver uh which is a nice touch because in final fantasy 10 you can have her inspect enemies um to see to see what arms they hold so now i understand that reference so that was a really cute touch i appreciate that and she like sniffs around each of the boys and she's like oh yes Mm, what do we have here oh oh yeah that yeah that looks good okay all right i can run with this (laughs) um then she reports back (laughs) and they decide we're gonna take all your items what? <laughs> well, wait, no, he says, you got to be kidding me, or something like that. And then that's just instantly enough for them to be like, oh, you're just so unreasonable. We can't do anything with you. <laughs> it's like... Exactly. It, after, after they're basically, we're going to mug you where you stand. So I was like, but what if you did? And they're like, oh, you decoded yeah, us, spoiled again. <laughs> like, if oh. you were going to steal from him, you would have just stolen from him already. So... Yeah, they're like, ah oh, man, fooey, this bite, whatever. But then they're immediately like, ah, we were never going to steal from you. We're just kidding. Leon explained the whole thing. Turns out you're a bunch of good guys. So we're going to give you something now. <laughs> oh boy, reverse psychology. Yeah, I don't know what the scene was going for. I guess it was just trying to be like a little, little bit of a comedy reprieve. But it's just, yeah, it's weird, like. It should have just started with them being like, hey, we finally found you, blah, 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 get us our treasure back. And then Sora and Donald and Goofy are like, oh, jeez. And then they're like, ah, just messing with you. You guys are all right. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like going through this whole thing of like, but give us this. No, give us this. Give us this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, but they summon a big old treasure chest and then they do their little Charlie's Angels pose and they're out. That's that. Never going to see them again. <laughs> yep, they are officially donezo. Yeah. As their last scene. It's so weird. Gone mm. with the wind. Yeah, like... 
A very weird inclusion. Yeah. I still don't know what to make of it. Like, why are they pixies? Why are they, like, just completely irrelevant to everything? Like, I feel like you could have done more of them. Like, I don't want to say yep. have them in the Colosseum. Because, I don't know, they don't look like they'd be particularly good at fighting. But, like, maybe they, like, maybe they open up yeah. their own shop. Or maybe they, like, they could have, like, replaced the Moogles, right? Where, like, they'll sell things yeah. to you. Or, like, um, in Final Fantasy X, there's that one roaming merchant who, like, gives you, like, the really good stuff. Like, you could have done something with that. Maybe they, like, sell you, like, really, really good synthesis items that you oh! don't have to grind for. Like, yeah. you could have done stuff. <laughs> Because they're treasure hunters. Exactly. Found, they're sphere hunters. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's all we see of them. But we do get a nice little souvenir, yeah, uh, which is the Goldwing Keyblade. New Keyblade alert. Woo! So, uh, in terms of stats, it's not great. Two strength. Three <laughs> magic. Eh, I'll take it. Um, and its ability is experience boost, which I think doubles your experience whenever you're in critical mode. At least 1.5 is it? Correct. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it says it increases experience during critical moments by 100%. Nice. So I always took that as it's being doubled because apparently you can't just say double yeah. for whatever reason. <laughs> um, yeah, so... And I believe that stacks because you could get experience poise experience boost naturally so you can equip it twice if you have this keyblade so yes because i have it naturally uh, i i think i might too i'm not sure but um yeah once you get to end game grinding like this keyblade will come in super handy because you'll get three times experience yeah you just run the risk of you know being on death's door but if you know what you're doing you can do it really fast and like usually if i'm committed to like going up to 100 um I can, like, get there in, like, two hours-ish using this technique, so it's appreciated. Mm. Uh, but other than that, eh, <laughs> like, the design is not great. It's, just, it's, it's Big Bird. It's one of those <laughs> amalgamation keyblades, unfortunately. Yeah. It's cute, I guess. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. True. I, I do just like the fact that the keychain is the symbol for the Xanarkard Abes, ah. which is uh, Titus and Jet's Blitzball team. Nice. Team nice, nice. That's, the, that's my one, like, part that I Yeah, love. I don't know if I noticed that. But other than that, like... Yeah, that's, that's an accurate description. <laughs> I will say, the one thing that I do genuinely really like is, like, the hit effects and the sounds. Like, I wasn't expecting them... Or, like, I don't remember them, because I never really used this Keyblade. But I did throw it on, just for, like, the yes. next few rooms. Um, and, yeah, it's got a... Yeah, that's what I always yeah. do. Yeah. It's got a nice uh, particle effect where it kind of shoots out stars, but then, like, little feathers. So it's it's pretty. It's a pretty Keyblade. And then the, um, the sound effect is very, like, sparkly. Like, almost like Oathkeeper, but more solid. Yeah. So... I don't know. It feels good to use it if you're not looking at it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is... Does, does anyone like this Keyblade? <laughs> Unless you really, really uh, stand 10-2. <laughs> yeah, this is... Um, not a fan favorite. I mean, like you mentioned earlier, it has those nice little situational moments. Yeah. But other than that... 
Like, at least it has some okay. utility compared to some of the bottom of the barrel keyblades in this game. It's like, I'll literally never use this. <laughs> Correct. Um, so, actually, uh, uh, I didn't write down the notes, so I'll actually say it out loud right now before I forget. The stats in between two and two final mix are actually different for Gullwing. Because oh? originally, it, it, it originally it's like the Abyssal Tide, the Photon Debugger. Like, it's one with like three like strength mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the generic three strength keyblades always remember okay. so originally it's three magic sorry three strength zero magic in base game but in final mix it is swip swapped to two three because i got this and i was like why is the why are the st- i literally said it out loud why are these stats wrong and i looked it up oh. because i remember it being a three oh keyblade for such a long time basically. yeah like yeah. I don't know why they switch the stats around between the two because the stats really don't matter. <laughs> but yeah, this is one of them. Exactly. It's. Uh, I guess to be fair, you can pick this keyblade up after the Battle of a Thousand Heartless, but also uh, who is going right back to yeah, Hollow Bastion right. right after they get yeeted into gummy space yeah. after the Battle of a Thousand Heartless. Right. So. <laughs> exactly. So, yep, that's that. And speaking of keyblades, uh, quick correction. From the last episode, we said device decisive yes. pumpkin uh, has two magic. It actually only has one, so it is purely offense, um, which is a fair trade, I think. Um, so yeah, there you go. But yeah. moving on, um, yeah, we head to some study, and Leon and Aerith are waiting for us there, which is. I don't know. It's weird that they, like, kind of get paired up here. Like, obviously, this should be Cloud and Aerith. Because, like, why don't they have more screen time together? But whatever. Um, But Cloud doesn't care what happens to this world. (laughs) So, Leon has to go and get the disc because they don't have free two-day shipping. Um, And he says... Alright. He's gonna hoof it. Uh, but what about uh, here? Because they want to protect the lab because it's like the most critical point. Even though Heartless never appear here, but shh, don't tell them that. Um, and Aerith tries to say, I can handle it on my own. And Leon's like, ah, <laughs> but you're just a healer. I don't know. And she just gotta give him that look. When he gives him that look, then he's gonna back down. <laughs> And that that why can't we have more of these Aerith moments? (laughs) (sighs) I mean, I just can't separate Cage to Aerith from like actual Aerith, or I mean, I can like I can't. You can very easily rectify that. So Uh like coming from her with her terrible voice, I'm like, oh god. (laughs) Yeah, but. Yes, it does go hand-in-hand with Aerith proper in terms of her feisty attitude and being underestimated constantly. Um, But here, it just falls flat. But yes, they're weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, Leon yeets, but not before giving you... Another Keyblade! What? When it rains, it pours! (laughs) And boy, oh boy, what a gift he hath given us. Yeah, so just immediately t- take that bird thing and throw it in the trash. Uh, here's an even better one. <laughs> um, yep. So Sleeping Lion, which is basically Lionheart's uh, second form. Because <laughs> um, it's Leon Keyblade, so it's got the whole lion motif. Uh, except this one's way better, because the design is like oh actually designed. Oh my freaking god. <laughs> 
It's a thousand times better yeah. because bass Lionheart sucks. Yeah, so it like actually, it actually looks like you know the Gunblade, which is nice instead of just being like a generic pipe, <laughs> which is how yes. it was oh in Cage oh One. Oh my god! Oh, it. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about this last night as I was completing Space Paranoids. Lionheart doesn't want to be the Gunblade, yeah. whereas. A sleeping lion holds no shame in just being the gunblade. Which, to be fair, uh, Squall's default like iconic gunblade is the revolver. Who cares? Uh, for those who, sorry, for those who care, Lionheart is his ultimate weapon. But also, the Lionheart Keyblade looks nothing like the Lionheart gunblade. Mm. Therefore, Sleeping Lion just wins every time. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's got, like, the little revolver case at the base, um, and it's, you know, the actual blade sort of looks Gunblade-esque, um, yeah, it's just a much nicer design, and I appreciate that, I mean, it does do the thing where it repeats the line head as both the keychain and then it's, like, at the end of the blade, but at least the- Yeah, part of the teeth, but not really. Yeah, like, the teeth are kind of, like, um, I don't know if that's, like, any sort of specific reference, but- it's it's just another element to the design instead of just being copy pasted, and it looks really nice with yeah. the whole picture. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. personally am pretty neutral to this one. Like, I can admit it, it's way better than Lionheart, but I I'm not really big on Leon, so like it doesn't do a whole lot for me. But like, it's a pretty unobjection mm-hmm. in unobjectionable. Keyblade, like it's just a real solid design, and you know, getting it at this point in the game, yes. it's like a nice in-game Keyblade where it looks nice, it has good stats, yeah. and you can definitely just carry this throughout um, the rest of the game. Yeah, I don't think it's anybody's like go-to fave, but right now, compared to the repertoire of blades we have right now, it definitely stands. as yeah. like one of the top. Yeah, for sure, because it's got um. Yeah got, well, five strength, so one below decisive pumpkin, but three magic, which is three pretty magic. nice, and then ability, combo plus, eh. <laughs> I mean, combo plus is nice, but, like, it would be better if, I mean, I guess if you're dual wielding this and decisive pumpkin, because combo plus plays into combo boost, but you, you lose that Correct. if you unequip DP, uh, but you can also just learn it naturally. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's an all-around keyblade, very nice. Um, I was on on the other hand, it's like the exact opposite of going where everything's nice except the hit effects, where they were just kind of there, like they didn't really stand out to me. I was expecting them to be cooler, yeah, but they weren't. So eh, whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good keyblade, nice, nice little surprise for anyone who. It's felt like they haven't been getting a lot of good keyblades. Um, so we'll take it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But um yeah, that is pretty much that. So you can now go back to Space Paranoids or you can or... go through that there door that's opened at the end of the lab and take the elevator down where you can go into that one room where it's like the bottom of the manufacturing plant. I forget what it's called. But, um, yeah. Me neither. But, yeah, it's, it's the... We only see... In the, we mainly see in the cutscene where the heart... The MCP starts breeding. Yeah. Or, sorry, making uh, Heartless and sending them out into the town. Yep. 
basically. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, the part of the manufacturing. I think it's just really called Heartless Manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are there's a cosmic chain, which is a good piece of. Hmm. Is it equipment or accessory? I'm blanking right now. I am too. Is I it, think it's it's, it's equipment. Yeah, because I think it's thirty percent. Because the chains, like there's the Abbas chain and the other chain. Hmm. So yeah, it's a. Uh, I think it's uh, three defense and then thirty percent resistance to all to fire, thunder. And uh, nice. ice. There we go. Yes. And there's also two two puzzle pieces down yeah. here. So grab them because there are a million puzzle pieces, and we're gonna be here a while. But yep. yeah, grab them while you can. This room's always so weird to me because I feel like it was supposed to be a boss room, just because it's literally just a big arena. But there's like nothing to do here except for grab those two things. Like heartless don't appear here. Even though we just saw exactly, them. yeah, I expected I expected Heartless to show up, and I'm like, no. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of one of the boss fights in BBS because it's a very similar stairs down to a oh yeah circle platform boss yep. fight. There you go, ding ding ding. So I don't I don't think it's that same area, but we could be wrong. But I mean, nah, because Ancestor Castle still existed back yeah. then. But uh, it's the same. It's the same layout. But yeah, it's a big open area where something could have occurred. Yeah, like and, it feels like. Uh, I, mean, I It should have been like. Yeah, I'm gonna check. Mm, I'm. Hmm, I might dig into this because I feel like in two perhaps there was. No. There were mob spawns here. Uh, I don't think but, so. Because in two there was even less because yeah. there weren't even puzzle pieces and there wasn't the cutscene where uh, the masked the the black coat. Uh, uses it as an entrance to the uh, the dungeons. Correct. Um, yeah. So it's always stuck out to me of like, well, why is this here? Like, I feel like it should have been okay. like basically like a heartless boss, like a Kurt Caesar or a Phantom, where like, oh no, the yeah. MCP, he had a backup program, and then it just summons like a big data heartless, and it like manufactures itself. Yeah. Like that could have been cool, but. Nah, it's just there. So we'll never have to come back here again. We don't get again. to have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so instead, we go back to Space Paranoids. And oh, God, I like broke out into hives because it said to go to the light cycle. And I was like, wait, you don't, you don't actually do the light cycle because you show up in like the arena. You and don't. Fight. You don't. Yes. You don't have Thank to. Thank God. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, not that the light cycle's objectively bad it's just there's nothing to it so i don't want to do it again because i've already done it so yeah you just dropped into the game well i guess you start off in like the pit cell and they're like oh tron's gone again let's go save him again, again. again yeah <laughs> so then you go to light cycle <laughs> not light cycle uh you just end up in the game arena which is just Fight a bunch of Heartless, and then you do that, and you save him, and he's really thankful. Yay! And, yeah, we're teamed up yet again, and we have our marching orders. Leon, before he left, told us to tell Tron to go to the IO Tower so we could upload his new powers. Correct. Uh, so that's where we're headed. Meanwhile... Hey, that's from the movie. Yeah, yeah, they did the thing. Um, meanwhile, Leon is also heading back to... <laughs> the uh pick up the CD he has a very dramatic I'm coming I'm coming yes I'm coming for anyone who's who's seen uh, Kung Pao <laughs> uh, just endless scenes of him running very slowly 
Uh, but meanwhile, exactly, yeah. Uh, Leon and, or sorry, Sid and Merlin have completed. They they've burnt their LimeWire mix on a nice shiny new CD. <laughs> it's ready yep. for action, uh, but not before Merlin decides he's just gonna burn it all to the ground and screw you, Sid, you bastard. <laughs> uh, so he shoots his little magic, and then Sid is like. <laughs> knocked to the ground he's like ah oh my god it's 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 a whole like uh vaudeville style yeah. <laughs> deal it's a lot and leon's oh. like are you yeah are you two gonna be okay okay i'm just gonna take this and you're gonna kill each other while i'm gone or yeah. not <laughs> so it's this computer's literally on fire but it's like ah whatever i don't have time for this <laughs> exactly yeah and so we boopity boopy i'll actually onto the game grid after this cutscene. And uh, for those who watched 1982's Tron, a.k.a. us two, yeah. uh, it's kind of similar to Tron's first appearance when, like, Flynn's, like, being escorted through the hallway, and he's like, who's that badass down there? Oh, he's kind of cute. Mm. They, the, 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 the fight choreography is similar to when Tron's, I think, fighting, like, two other programs by himself. But uh, other than that, it's just Tron looking kind of cool, but also um, the heartless fight. Oh, boy. Uh, nothing too special. Yep. Uh, so once we got Tron back in tow, we are headed to the IO Tower. And um, I did try to engage in some mob fights. Mostly, um, whenever more than one dev sitter appeared, I would just immediately use setup, and that would get the job done. And then it's nice, because it's got the residual yeah. spiky, spikies, whatever they're called. Um, and then... The real program boys. Yeah, the yeah. little bites. And then that can... Um, take out any other heartless that might appear so it's a nice way to get a few extra xp without overexerting myself um but exactly yeah yeah you uh get to the whatever the big room before the io tower and then cut back to leon yeah whatever we fought the hostile program the first time and oh yeah. there's a there's an automatic fight we have to do. It's, I mean, there's like three Devastators at the end, but nothing too yep. remarkable. Again, just spam set up. It should be Gucci. Um, and then it's yeah. weird, because it has like the really dramatic finish of like, because like I think you might even get a bonus level, and it's like, shh, but then it just immediately cuts to just like, you're just in the room, and like, you yes. beat the fight, instead of like cutting to a cutscene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has the... Uh... I always refer to this as the photo finish. Yeah. I'm sure there's a specific reference people refer to it as in the community, but like when you beat like a room or a boss, and it cuts to like the like the moment of like it's done, and but then it just cuts to it doesn't even like push you into the IO tower. Just like okay, kid, you can walk five feet. Yeah. Right? Okay, like, cool. Uh, walk into the IO tower yourself. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, very unceremonious, but whatever. Meanwhile, Leon. Is heading back to the postern, <laughs> or through the postern anyway, um, and he's just taking out Heartless left and right, and this man <sighs> has the gall to one-shot a Devastator. Like, what? <laughs> Why isn't he with us everywhere we go? <laughs> out of my way! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's just taking names, and he's bringing that there CD back to... Hopefully get rid of the MCP, um, because yeah, we got to uh, we got to get to that there IO tower, and um, he gets there and he can't figure out 
how to use the CD, and then Eris says, here, <laughs> let me try. I know a secret. Bone apple tea! Yeah, she just she just puts the CD in the CD slot. Gee. Wait, wh- what? Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just hilarious, because Leon just like... Clickety clack on the railroad tracks. The MCB's like, "Oh, user access has been cut off." Aerith's like, "Sweetie, yeah, it's a seat drive for a reason." <laughs> don't eat, don't talk with your mouth full. Exit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she doesn't even be like, "Leon, you idiot, do this." She's just like, "Leon, step aside." Yeah, I got this. And really, like, looks at the keyboard <laughs> and then takes one sip to the right and just shoves, the, shoves the CD in the drive where it's supposed to go. Yeah, like. Mm. You really showed him, but uh, yeah, MCP is immediately frazzled. He's like, what? what is this? I didn't agree to this. No, this wasn't in the user agreement. No, this is unauthorized software. <laughs> yeah, our extended warranty is voided. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's got the goods for Tron. So he downloads that she, and he's Gucci. Um, so he gets Thunder Boost, and then... Um, what else does it get? Is it MP Rage? MP Haste. MP Haste. Okay, MP yeah. Haste. And yes. um, yeah, I I never noticed before, but his thunder is like really good because he summons like multiple bolt bolts that kind of like surround him. Yes. And I don't yes, remember if like his thunder's always like that, or like is this is it like automatic because he got the upgrade, or is that what his thunder boost ability does? I don't think so, because usually um, it's just a flat damage so. I increase. I think it's always the same. Okay. I think it's called pulsating thunder. It's pulsating something. Oh, right. Okay. I guess I never. Um, it is. It is. It's pulsing thunder. Yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. It, it's always been that, but the fact that it's pretty dope, pretty useful, and you just got thunder yeah. boost. Uh, yes, equip thunder boost. Out of the boosts, uh, if I do equip one, it's always thunder. Donald constantly has thunder boost. Yeah, on for sure. That's the best weapon for the for the AI to make use mm-hmm. of. So yeah. Definitely. So yeah, we are we are ready. We're ready for the fights. We are we are in the end game, as Donald puts it, if you talk to him after this cutscene. <laughs> We're in the end game now. <laughs> so um yeah. Let's head yeah. to the solar, solar sailor for an annoying fight Woo-hoo! where you have to knock out the heartless oh my before God. they they exceed the elevator's weight limit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, this is notorious for being a very difficult point of the game, not because of the amount of enemies coming at you and killing you, but just the fact that it's super hard to eliminate some of them very quickly. Yeah. And they just literally weigh, you, know, you can't see me, but big air quotes, way down the solar sailor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is can be a point of contention for a lot of people. Uh, luckily, I made it through one time, but I spammed, like, I think I went into setup as soon as the Devastator showed yep. up. Same. Then went into limit form. Just to, like, it just literally, like, you need to find your most effective way to kill yeah. everything and just do that, because that's going to it's gonna have you thrive. Yeah, I used um, Stitch, because I still had auto-summon on, and I just hit Stitch out of panic. And he works pretty good, because yeah. he stuns everyone, and then you can kind of take them out. Um, but yeah, anything like Magnera would be really good for this. Like anything that sort of groups yes. them together so you can take them all out at once. 
Uh, especially with that shiny new Thundaga you got, uh, that'd be your best bet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you win, you get MP Hestera for Donald, which is always great. And then Sora yes! gets Explosion, which is a new finisher, yes! which is going to come in a very handy for the next fight. So you love to see it. Um, oh, best, best finisher at me. Hmm. I love explosion. Best, I'll definitely give you best ground finisher. Best ground finisher, yes. I do yes. like Magnet Spiral a lot, but yeah, explosion is definitely very satisfying. Um, because it's just mm-hmm. it's just an explosion, <laughs> and I think it scales with your exactly. magic. If I'm not, if I'm not wrong, I will double check. I feel sure like it either. says that in the description, but only in final mix. But again, I could be wrong. I could be just making it up. Uh, but yeah, it's good. And now I think about it, I'm surprised... Explosion is neutral damage relative to Sora's magic stat. Nice. I'm um I'm surprised Explosion didn't carry over to Smash. Like, uh, I guess because most of his moveset is like mm. KH1 focus, but like it's just such an, an iconic say, move, yeah. so... Mm. Oh well, whatever. <sighs> um. So yeah, it's good. It's basically, it just creates a little AoE where you surround yourself with a bunch of little... Explodey mines. I don't really know how to explain it, <laughs> but uh, it's good. It hits everything around it's you. Like, yeah, they're neutral magic balls. They just kind of swirl around. Yeah, you. it's a yeah. Similar, it's basically magnet spiral. Well, it's magnet spiral on the ground, aka it does damage based off your magic stat and the facial proc when you have multiple like targets. Around. Yeah, which is to say most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Um, so that's nice. Um, and yeah, it's time yep. for that there final boss now, isn't it? Uh, so yeah. we get to the whatever the next room is, which... Central Computer Mesa. Mm. I had to make note of that. <laughs> yeah, so it's always stuck out to me, because like, I remember, mm. again, when the game first came out in Japan, I remember watching a lot of YouTube videos, and I remember like seeing this room and like one of them... And yep. I don't know, it just, I guess it's because you, you can't get to this in the first visit and like, you can't do the second Space Paranoia visit until like the end of the game. So like this and then the room after it, um, they just really stood out to me as like, oh, these are like final areas or like, I don't know, it's like easy to miss them. They just kind of feel important, especially because it has a bunch of loot um, so mm-hmm. there's a, there's a smattering of treasure chests. One of them was the, the oh so useful map to explain what these two rooms are. Cause God knows. <laughs> I, I just had no <laughs> idea where I was going. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of the maps appear towards the, not a lot, or sorry, a lot, but not all of them appear towards the end of their useful cycle. Oh, like, for sure. Hey, you're in the last, you've, you've now gone through 70% of this area. Here's a map so you can see the rest of it, mm-hmm. kid. <laughs> and I'm like, I hate you so much. Yeah, it's weird. Um, you also get an AP boost. Yeah, you get some cosmic yes. arts. Woohoo! Go along with that. Yes, which that one is the equipment or that no, sorry, that the one's accessory. the accessory. Yeah, it's like seven AP and then two of magic yeah. strength. So use it on Sora. And then you get the rarest item in the game. If I. Remembering correctly, in terms of like 
synthesis and like usable items, you get an Aura Calcum Plus. Yes. Which we also got one. Um, well, actually, no, because when I checked it, the item was new. But I want to say, isn't yes, there? Yes, I think we got an Aura Calcum. And the and the palace. Agrim. Yeah. I think it was a regular Oracle. Hmm. Yeah, I always thought it was an Oracle Plus so, there, but no, this is this is the first one. Yeah. Um. And that Correct. Is... I so I know that in the base game you couldn't make like so in regular cage so you couldn't make Oracle Pluses. Yeah. Like there's a finite amount in the there world. There are only seven. You need to find them all yep. to make uh, ultimate. I believe ultimate yep. weapon. And I don't know if that's true for Final Mix actually because um, I've done a good amount of Final it Mix, is. but yeah. I haven't like. Okay, still the same. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very exciting. Something it's new. Worth its weight in gold, or or calcum, whatever's rarer. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> but yeah, we're we've got our heading, so let's head to that there boss arena. And yeah, we show up, and MCP is and his 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 spinny top form <laughs> and he summons Sark. It literally sources that sources that's the MCP. <laughs> so if you if you've never seen we see MCP like once like at the start of Space Paranoids yeah. perhaps like in our first visit, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's like Yeah, we hear him a lot, but this is our only our second time actually laying eyes on him, correct? Yeah, the first time we see him, he he doesn't even look like this. It's his like wall form. And, like, I remember in the journal, like, you can't even yes. turn him around fully. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, so he's here, and so is Sark. And I love <laughs> So I was like, wait, who is this again? Because now that I think about it, you literally never interact with Sor- uh, Sark after you first appear. He throws in when the he, Yeah, when he captures you. Everything else is just him being yep. off camera. <laughs> So it's like, oh yeah. yeah, this is our villain, huh? All right, let's just let's just kill you already. Be done with this. <laughs> yeah. So it's, there, there is a little mini Sark, not mini Sark, Sark mini boss yep. fight, which is relatively very easy because there's just it some big is, strikers. But surprisingly enough, I died a lot to this fight <laughs> because oh, I'm on critical mode, no. and his little his little ping pong thing, whatever, uh, it hurts. It hurts a lot. It can hit you in like, or it could kill you in two hits. Um, oh, so damn. I was just getting impatient because if you get too close, like you can't use the reaction command because it just comes out too fast. And then it will, it'll like ricochet yeah. back at you usually. So then it'll do like one, two, ah, you're dead. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Even though I was on normal mode, I still waited for the, his disc yeah. to approach me because uh, so you can zone guard, you just like deflect it. And well, you zone guard into disc strike, so two reactions to stun him, and I'm me and my overly cautious mind are like, one, reaction commands are cool, let me just do this so I can beat him up for free. Oh, for sure. That's the right move. I was just getting impatient, and I was also focusing on the Heartless, but I, there's no point, just go straight for him and, yeah, use the reaction command. Yeah, maybe do like a setup or something to just hit everybody, maybe some fire, because we have Faraga now, as well as Thundaga. Yeah. But yeah, you want to focus Sark at the end of the day. Yep. So he goes down pretty quickly, but uh, ha! It was all a ruse because the MCP is out for blood, and he has given Sark yep. all of his programming powers. Ah! <laughs> Sark, all my functions are yours. <laughs> also, Tron kills yes. Sark in the same. I mean, 
hey, that's in the movie, because now we've seen the dumb Yeah, movie. so this has always yeah, stuck out to me, because, yeah. He slices him in the front of the head and just cuts his wire yeah. open. I'm like, ooh. And also, like, it's weird. There's, like, some dialogue where Shark's like, you're very persistent, Tron. And then Tron's like, I'm also better than you. <laughs> and yep. I don't remember if that was in the movie or not. I think it is. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe not. It's just such a weird line. Like, what do, you, what do you mean? Where's that coming from? Why are you so cocky all of a sudden? Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he murders him completely. And then MCB's like, nah. Uh, let me introduce Giant Sock. Oh! <laughs> then the real boss battle begins. Yeah. So it's Sark plus MCP. It's the old twofer. Mm-hmm. And um, much like Ground Shaker, this fight has a lot of scale. It's a lot of uh, quote-unquote epic, but it's super annoying and tedious. A lot like, kind of like Genie Jafar in a lot of ways, where it's like, I like the idea, yeah. but in practice... The execution's not all that there. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like we're saying still, that a lot. I still have fun a little <laughs> bit. It's better than Ground Shaker, at least. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, so, um, you got Giant Sark, who, much like, uh, Genius Far, you gotta take out his shinnies, and then you can attack him, because he gets bent over, and... Yep. The best way to do that is to wait for him to do his thunder attack, and just pop off a reflect, and then that'll... Correct, because that thunder attack is big. Yeah. Like, he'll, uh... He'll, like, basically thrust his hand to the ground. It's basically a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, I I got hit by it a bunch, and then I was like, I have reflect. What am I yeah. doing? Yeah, like, if you're in between his feet, he's... once and demolish his knees. Yeah, it'll just instantly take him out. Or you can use explosion, and then that'll also get the job done if you position yourself correctly. Yes. So, that's good. And then just whack him in the head, and it usually takes two cycles to get him down fully. But, um... Yep. Yeah, other than that, he has, like, a, like, disc attack where he, like, because it's, like, a circular arena, and he'll send out a disc that goes around the whole area, but you can just jump yes. over it, and that's that's pretty much that. And then he'll summon a wall if you try to run away, but there's no reason for you to run away because you right. can just keep attacking him, and he's not that dangerous, so. Correct. <laughs> and also, that wall helps you out, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so if you get Sark, I I didn't I never did this in original cage too. I've done it in the final mix though. If you get Sark close enough to the wall that he summons, you actually get a reaction. Wait, command. what? I don't know if I yeah. knew this. What's the uh, what's so, yeah. the reaction command? So, so it is wall climb where Sora basically turns into Spider Man. He basically like backflips, <laughs> uh, like or I should say, he say handsprings up the wall like, like like a. Like a slinky, basically. I, okay, I can see it. I'm imagining I'm, like, cartwheeling. Like, cartwheeling. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very similar motion, actually. So, yeah, he yucks the keyblade up, and he climbs up. He gets to the top of the wall, and then you get to, you get needle dive, where you just oh, uh, almost, like, spin yes. yourself directly I know this one. God, this man in his forehead. Yep. <laughs> yes, I've definitely yep. done this. Um, cool. Yeah. It also won it. It also Oko's Sark. So if you get it, <laughs> oh, pop it, baby. Because okay. just Sark's annoying. Get rid of him. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's oh. really all he can do. And then you gotta break down the barriers around the MCP, which is annoying because they they take a lot. And then he shuffles them around a lot 
which is like, I just broke this. Like, ah, you bastard. <laughs> um, but you just have to get the one knocked out. Um, very much like, um, um, I don't know. It's a common video game boss trope. I'm thinking of Dingo Dial from Crash Bandicoot 3, where he, like, has the crystals around him. And, like, basically... You have to like create an opening for yourself and then you can get to the boss. And like I feel like I feel like there's something like this in Kingdom Hearts One, but maybe I'm just crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Nothing really comes to mind. Yeah. I think I'm just crazy. Um, but yeah, once you get your opening, you do a fusion attack with Tron, which is very cool. I like how they work together. Um, where you use Tron's data disc the and the power of the keyblade to shoot a ball of data light at MCP and it's so satisfying because he's in so much pain and you're like, yes, suffer. But don't get too greedy, kid, because then the wall starts spinning and then it starts yes. shooting lasers. So I always how how much do you how much of a, of a gambler are you? How long do you use um deletion um, before you back as, out god <laughs> as a kid i didn't care if i got hit Oof. or not i would just constantly yep. just keep doing it and getting hit um but as an adult oh, literally so you you do delete delete into charge for a little mm -hmm. while the they the wall start to spin and they ascend and then that once they're out of frame for like a second or two then i stop mm. because it takes a while to like wind down before then you can finally yep. move. I feel like that's a good duh, like stop doing this to the lasers are coming yep. down. So yeah, I mean obviously we should also say when the walls come down they fire a laser every other panel mm -hmm. and there will always be one centered on where you are currently hurting the MCP. Correct. So So yeah, I usually stop like as soon as it like raises up and then stops spinning and then I'll stop and then yes. it comes down and yeah like Basically just shuffle to your yeah. left a little because yeah the laser will come down right where you were and then just stay on your feet because then he'll like shoot out a couple more lasers as Sark is rebooting uh, this this is the worst attack in the fight or the deadliest I should say because um, again I'm on critical so like pretty much two of these will just instantly kill you um, and you gotta be careful with the positioning because there's a lot of them and they're pretty close together. So you kind of gotta run along with it, yep. but not like too fast and not too slow because they start showing up okay. in pairs. Um, it's gotta be just right. Yeah, but a high jump and aerial dodge are pretty handy to avoid them. And then I was about to say, well, I feel like I just want to be in the air at that yeah. point. So, yeah. And then once Sark okay. is back, they'll stop. So then you're good. So. It's not a hard fight if you know what you're doing and you're patient, which as I described, I can struggle with that. But um, it's just annoying because it takes like like five or six of these deletion cycles to get MCP down. And like I feel like I feel yeah. like if it was just one less, like, okay, I can work with that. But the fact that you have to do it again and it's like, oh my god, okay, like I get it. Like nothing's like there's not even really like, um, a desperation phase where, like, okay, now that he's half health or quarter health, he has a yeah, new attack. Like, it's just the same thing over and over. The only thing I, th yeah, the only thing I think of is the, la the lasers start protruding from the walls. Mm -hmm. Um, 
uh, besides like after you you know you're doing deletion on him and then I think Sark's wall. Oh, I only got the wall after half health, so I think it's uh, it's sort okay. of a second phase ish from mm. my experience. But yeah, that could also not be sure. correct. Not entirely sure. Yeah. But yeah, there's no distinct thing besides I fired a laser like about at about half yeah. health for him. But um, again, I was impatient. <laughs> but also, I was trying this crackpot theory where I remember seeing a video oh, of. Weird ways to level up Valor form, and apparently. Oh yep, I was thinking of this. I was so I wasn't thinking of this, but I was thinking of this. Basically, I think you're about to. Explain, yeah. So apparently, I'll let you go ahead. Every hit of charge counts as a hit of experience for Valor form, and there's yes, a lot does. of them. Um. So I was trying to go into Valor as soon as I could use the reaction command. And the first time I did this, it uh, messed me up because, one, I didn't have Goofy in my party, and Donald was dead. Uh, Or, uh, Tron was dead. So then I, like, swapped out Tron. Or I swapped out Donald for Goofy. And then, but you can't use the reaction command if Tron is uh, dead. So then I had to, like, use an item on him. So I was wasting all this time fiddling around the menus. Um, (laughs) And then I got one off, but then... Sark came back, and then I whacked him a few times, but then you had to break the wall again, yeah. and then by that point, I ran out of dri- drive gauge, so I was like, well, that was dumb. But then, like, I ended up dying oh, to no. something, so then I tried it again the next time, Yeah. and then I went into anti-farm, and I was like, oh, oh great. Boy. Oh, oh, poopy. <laughs> Sag. <laughs> um, um, but, but yes, you're you're correct. Yeah, so, so one, you need Tron your party to do deletion, so you need Tron in your party, just have Tron in the party. But yes, um, I didn't do it this time because I was just focusing on beating the boss. Also, I think my Valor is maxed out mm. right now. I might be like a level or two off from um, the cap, our current cap, but I, I've been using Valor quite quite often. Mm. So Valor's pretty high up. I think I have high jump too. So yeah. Um, yes, so the fact that uh, bashing down the walls, I think Valor helps sometimes because you're trying to do damage to the walls to break them. Valor has a lot of wide sweeping moves, so you're able to like get more than just one wall, or at least do damage to some of the adjacent mm-hmm. ones, just to like proc future holes. A lot of the times, I personally just try to open like open as many holes as I can after like the first yeah, you like to... one. And spread them out. Yeah, I like to have some good openings. Because yeah. later in the match, it's going to be harder to make holes. So I like to make a few. And then later, once Sark's down, I'm like, okay, where's the nearest hole? And I just, like, quick run to that one, basically. And yes. So, but yeah, the uh, deletion slash charge does count for hits. And there's a lot to take out a full, MP, uh, full HP bar. Because mm-hmm. by coincidence, like, growing up playing this fight and using Valor, I would level up... Once, at least once, sometimes twice, um, in in the MCP fight. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But then I just gave up on that and just did it normally. And yeah, yeah, it's totally. Finally okay. got through it. Um, the only other thing to note is you might want to run around that room because there is a puzzle piece. Uh, I think it's like opposite the entrance, so just run yes, around it's and get the complete, it. Like it's the complete other side of the yeah. map. So yeah. But yeah, that is MCP. So we officially derezzed him. Yay! And get out of here. Then we get some goodies. Goofy gets an accessory slot, and Sora gets Reflega. So 
We are eating good tonight. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because we just got Raflera, um, and Beast Castle second visit, which I guess is kind of a long. It was a while ago now, but like in terms of content, it, it feels like in terms of content, it was a while ago. In terms of playtime, not super long. Right, ago. and it's just such a good yeah. spell. So like to get it like here, yes. I don't know. It just feels like. A little OP, <laughs> but I'm not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that. So it's time to wrap up this shenanigans. The day is saved. Yay! Yeah. And yeah, it's weird. They like both Cirque and MCP try to play this whole like, join me and we can rule the galaxy together. And Sean's like, you still don't get it, do you? I'm good and you're evil, so I'm going to kill you. Um, so Tron... Don't mess with street rats. <laughs> Don't mess with users. So Tron assumes the power as the the almighty god of this this realm, basically. <laughs> and yeah, he gives some some tearful goodbyes to Sora and the gang. And yes, it's really weird. Like, uh. so he goes in for a hug with Sora, which is very sweet. And then Sora's like, whoa, whoa, "Gay." <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> I love a boner. I love a boner. I love a boner. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what's going on? And Tron's like, isn't this what you users do when you're about to say goodbye? And then Sora says, yeah. it's a first for me. So what? And Sora's never a hug. Yeah, what God. are you talking about? No, Kyrie hugs this man. What's, what's this man talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, you're really acting like you've never hugged Sora's someone goodbye? Why, oh. are you, why are you acting like this is some sort of weird alien behavior? Like, this is the most human thing Tron's ever done. <laughs> I mean, it could. It, to be fair, it could be the like you know, we, and we joked about the movie. We joked about our first visit that Tron's like users. How illogical! Mm-hmm. So to see Tron become like that is kind of crazy. But also, right before this, Tron's like, "We did it!" And so I was like, "Oh, Tron!" Right. Yeah, being weird. Maybe you there, can dance. He's like, I learned it from yeah. you. It's just the fact that he says it's a first for me. It's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Like. So you, you've never hugged before. your mom goodbye oh. like what do you mean like why are you shaming Tron right now <laughs> uh, exactly. but then Goofy goes in for the hug and then oh Donald he has to bend down to reach him it's so cute Donald's also tiny <laughs> this is very sweet I do like this cutscene a lot like I think Tron is my favorite party member story wise because you see his little arc uh, so it's very very satisfying yeah. this yeah, it's compared to a lot of these second visits. That's yeah. Seen, to be fair, I do like Jack's ending. Jack's fine. Beast and Bell's ending, I think, is very good. Yeah. Um, this is, is another very good one. It feels like the characters come full circle, and it's an actual tearful party. Yes, because then he decides to just eat yeah. himself into the nether realm. <laughs> yep. Bye forever. <laughs> Unless. Yeah. What, Tron? You know. So we get beamed out, and then everyone thinks, oh no, he's dead. He's dead. I will never see him again. But <laughs> you naive little chickens. He was here the whole time. Uh, We've destro- I've destroyed God. Now I am God. <laughs> yeah, so he starts talking to the computer, much like how MCP did. And he's like, yeah, everything's great. Look at all these hidden files, all this developer commentary, all these unused heartless. Oh, man, this is great. Where do you guys see it? 
Um, oh, yeah, I can even revert the town to its original self. What? <laughs> uh, but not before they joke about reprogramming uh, Tron, even though... Ha no. <laughs> you have no idea what you're doing. Like, stop. You're going to delete the man. <laughs> uh, what mm -hmm. do you think? Singing Tron? Dancing Tron. Dancing Tron. <laughs> stop. That tickles. <laughs> Tron is <laughs> Oh boy, it's 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 a whole it's a whole yeah. moment. But and Leon's it ends with uh, something very interesting. He's and to be fair, we just referenced is yeah. He's like, I want to show you something. What the town was like when it was first built. But TBH, we don't see that. Yeah, it's weird. And it annoys me. Yeah. So there's. There's just fucking there's, there's beams of light that go around like the Whoa. circumference or like the outer rim of Hollow Bastion, and all the Final Fantasy characters get to look up into the sky. Ah, and like, I remember that's what, this town what it was felt like. like. <laughs> he, all these years, now diddle a don't forget. <laughs> that was Sid, by the way, because Sid's coming. He he turned the AC things. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I never really knew like what the difference was supposed to be watching this cutscene. So like. The yeah. little petals start falling from the air, which, one, that's, like, such a subtle effect. Like, why even bother? But, two, like, how would a computer program activate this? <laughs> Correct, yeah. I can understand if it was, like, a hologram, like, if the lights went up, and then you saw what Hollow Bastion used to uh, look like, like, all the buildings transformed. Yeah, into yeah, like, exactly. You know, into, into th like, how they originally were before they were all destroyed and kind of rebuilt. That would have been nice, but also, like, how much effort would that have taken from right. the team, TBH, like, but also... He makes it, <laughs> makes it sound like, hey, I can restore the town like you've been trying to do for the past year, all with the flick of a keystroke. Yeah. <laughs> but, Ugh. yeah, he just makes it rain some little flower petals, and then you get the little light beams, but then, like, those are gone. Like, in terms of, like, gameplay, like, nothing changes. Like, literally nothing. Like, you don't even get... The flower petals, like as a an ongoing effect in the overworld. So yeah, it's weird. And then the real thing is, oh yes, I remember. Uh, or Merlin's like, ah, yes. How did this world get stuck with such an awful name as Hollow Bastion? Hollow Bastion. And it comes to Aerith, and she says, you know, this place had a different name once. Oh yeah. <gasps> World logo change. It flippy. Yeah. Oh, it's Radiant Garden. Yay! Which cool, I guess. <laughs> like there is <laughs> no bearing on this, like whatsoever. Like it's not like a major plot revelation. It's not like anything comes from this. It's yeah. just. Okay, I guess that makes sense that the world had a different name before Maleficent took it over. Because yeah, Hollow Bastion is just objectively an evil name so that's probably not what they refer to themselves at as when it was just like a peaceful Correct. town <laughs> um yeah. so yeah it's a uh, it's a name change it's it's uh, i say it's welcome at least yeah. but also this isn't the last we'll see of hollow bastion thinking yeah. of 358 thinking of coded like we're gonna go back to calling it Hollow Bastion a few times before yeah, like, we start calling it Radiant Garden forever. It doesn't really have any bearing until, like, Birth by Sleep, really. And then 
kind of KH thirty. We get to explore it more. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like when when you play this for the first time, it was like Radiant Garden. It was like okay, cool, I guess the the logo change, and that that was pretty much it. But now it's like oh, it's Radiant Garden. We get it. But like, yeah, I guess mm, I yep. guess we'll see a little bit in the in the um the answer reports. But for now, it's just like doesn't really amount to anything. But whatever. Huh. It's fine. Neat. <laughs> and then... And then we've done yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. It just immediately kicks you back out to the, um... The world map. So, yay! We did it. We've saved the day once more. So, fun little visits. Um, I think I mentioned this in the first visit for Space Paranoids, but... Just the way it interweaves with the main plot, like, actually is, you know, thumbs up to that because pretty much no other world really does that in KH2, so glad to yeah. see it actually being relevant, and I think they did a really good job of integrating them. It was all very clever how they kind of, especially during the second visit where, you know, you have Leon like out in the overworld doing stuff to affect the Space Paranoids world, so mm-hmm. I think this is my favorite Disney world, but... We will talk about that later mm. when we do our final rankings. But True. for now, it's a good one, both in terms of story and like aesthetic and vibe. And Tron, as I said, is my favorite party member. So good time. Nice way to sort of cap off the uh, the dizzy circuits. That is, of course, assuming you're playing in order, which we aren't. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> so next time. Uh, we'll be sticking around this newly christened uh, Radiant Garden, and we'll finally be turning those torn pages we've been collecting, because we're going back to visit that there chubby bear, Winnie the Pooh, and the hundred acred a It's going to be a great time. Yeah. Minigame Havoc. Yay! Exactly. <laughs> then we're going to... We're going to... We're going to bust out the old tail fins. And- yeah. Finish off or start because we didn't talk about it. Atlantica as yep. well, just because we prefer to do it all Ooh. at once. So, yeah, that's look forward to. Yeah. In the meantime, you can do right. the things. You can rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can subscribe if you mm-hmm. haven't already. You can send us an email at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Link in the description, yeah. as always. And you can tell a friend about us. Uh, if you know anyone who also enjoys Kingdom Hearts or would like a little throwback to that weird game they used to play as a teenager and then they forgot about because then it went to every other platform besides the one they had, um, this little throwback, yeah. So, that's that. Woo! Until next time, everybody, to the weird table where the Hundred Acre Wood book is sitting on with, like, the ambient lighting. And away! <laughs> and away! <laughs> Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>